стадиум Джункис. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Extra Time. I'm your host, Tony Lopez, and alongside me is my co-host, comrade, and my homie, fucking Sergio Gonzalez. What's up, bro? Nothing much, brother. I almost fell asleep from watching that Broncos-Colts game, but glad to be recording right now. <laughs> bro, I feel asleep because that game was so long, so boring. It was so boring. The game was going into overtime. And the fans were leaving the fucking building. The fans were leaving. That was horrible. That's got it. That was man, unexcusable almost. And it's justified. That's the worst part. It, yeah. I, I can't even blame the fans for honestly walking on the scene like that. This is legit like the worst Broncos team I have seen in years. And somehow they're only two and two on the year. Like, you tell me how that makes sense at all. Honestly, I think that just bears fruit of how, well, now they're two and three, but it just shows how, you know, early in the season, we really don't know who these teams really are. Like, are the Giants really three and one? Like, are they, right. are they that good? Are they, of course. And honestly, I don't really think so. And so I think right now it's, it's so early. You know, we, a lot of things still have to happen. The Raiders might make a resurgence. Who knows? I doubt. Well, don't, let's not let's not hold our horses on that one too fast. I'm just saying, like we we really don't know. Like a lot of things can change overnight. That is true, but this team looks like it's a whole ass dumpster fire. Oh uh, no! But the Broncos guarantee they're only winning like former games tops. And Russell Wilson may not be the quarterback next year. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett may not be. He might have to be though. He I signed don't... that extension. He literally he did... just signed uh... that extension. Okay, then one or two more years in my contract. Then Hackett may not be the coach. Someone's got to go, and yeah, they'll they'll just kill the coach. It's it's not like you're bringing in an Andy Reid or Mike Shanahan, one of those kind of guys, or even like a Doug Peterson. No, it's somebody who was just an offensive coordinator in Minnesota who happened to get a good job in Denver. Yeah, right, for sure who benefited by having another offensive genius as his head coach, who's still the head coach in Minnesota and still a pretty good coach up there too. This team is not it. I don't know who thought this is going to be a good idea. I mean, going into that overtime, it was so slow, so boring. And I feel bad for the Colts because guess what? They were slowed down because the Broncos actually have a really good fucking defense. No, that defense is stellar, though. And that's that a very unfortunate part. And I was telling Chris, like, you know what? This defense is eventually going to suck, but that's only because the offense is going to put them in so many difficult positions early on in the season. I feel like they're going to get banged up just for having to play too much. Like, it's like, unironically, that's a true, uh, that's a real concern. Yeah. And you, they can't keep this up for that much longer you would think right the only time i've ever seen anything like this was damn maybe the 2000 ravens when they had trent dilfer as a quarterback and the defense carried their asses all the way to a super bowl right i don't i don't really feel like that this defense is that kind of defense so either this this team feels very soulless you know what i mean yeah and i also i also feel like in reality this offense isn't as bad as we think they are, is just they're very poorly coached. 
and everybody is now seeing through Russell Wilson's bullshit as well. Thank you, Richard Sherman, for showing us the light. <laughs> Seriously, this guy seems like a piece of shit. I just, yeah, I think overall it's bad coaching, and it's also just bad execution by the players too, though. Yeah, I mean, the, that last play of the game, that fourth and one n- near the end job. zone. Hamlet did his job. I mean, he literally got wide open as he could possibly be for a game winner. And you he had I mean? every right to be as pissed off as he was, too. He won the game. He essentially made the move to win the game. Yeah. That's crazy. Wide open, nothing. And how do you not see him? Oh, man. He was eyeing left the whole time. You know how he used to make fun of Jake Cutler? He was always the one read guy. Yeah. We got Hey, we got to call out. We got to call out Russ now. We got to call out Russ. Like, hey, dude, that was ass. <laughs> It, it was one read. That's it. It was the worst thing I've seen. It was <laughs> look what they really should have did in that situation. It was a fourth and one, and we all know what Russell Wilson should have did. Say it with me now. He should have ran, ran the, the fucking, fucking ball. ball. <laughs> Literally, though. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. And then and Melvin Gordon was playing decent. I feel like I feel like Melvin Gordon, you could you could you could get a yard. Especially on that drive. Yeah, dude, for literally. Oh, and man. like even Jerry Judy had a huge gain on that drive. Like Hey, but it's poetic that he's he's still lost by that. I guess she still happens to haunt him somehow. It's funny. Just having the passing on a short yardage situation. I love it. Yeah, honestly, I used to like Russell Wilson, but man, this season made me really like I hate him now, dude. He's corny, he's dumb. Yeah, Broncos country. Let's ride. No, yeah, get the fuck ride. out of here with yeah, that bullshit. Bro, fuck with that shit, bro. Like Terrible. you know you, you know what you know what kind of bullshit I get behind? I get behind bullshit coming from New York. Mm. Specifically Yankees fans. Because they're, oh, my God, oh, my God, Aaron Judge is the greatest home run hitter of all time. He hit 62 all home runs. runs. Shut the fuck up. Listen. Hey man. They're just trying to enjoy Aaron Judge as long as they can before he comes to Met. You know what I mean? That's facts, though. That's facts. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Bro, I've been saying all season, like, he's not going to be there next year. Which is so weird, huh? <laughs> like I, I have been like I made like my prediction like I want to say in like May I was like ah he's gonna be in San Francisco next year really he's gonna be a giant That's right. I, I just got a gut feeling he's gonna go somewhere west my my I'll I'll I'll, I'll bet I'll I'll bet the mortgage on the house he's going he's gonna be a Met and and yeah, I have feels like such a Mets move to do dude yeah but I also have like his his idol was Barry Bonds. Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. And let's be real. Barry Bonds is the real home run king. If yeah, anybody I'll, wants to I'll say anything to me, uh, juiced or not juiced, this man still hit 73 home runs in a season. Yeah, that boy is different. He really He's was. built different. Aaron Judge was a Bonds fan. Why wouldn't he go to uh, San Francisco, especially if they have the money to actually pick him up? Right, and of course, of course, he's and he deserves. Honestly, he deserves every penny he gets. That boy is is built different, though. He's incredible. He's the he's he's the he's probably going to be the AL MVP. Let's be real. Right. 
He, and yeah, he's the home run king. He still strikes out more than anybody else in baseball. I still love Otani. I still love Otani though. Otani's so good. And I under and didn't I hear something like they gave him like an extension for a year or something like that so they could avoid arbitration? Yes, they gave him an extension, but I believe he's going to hit the free agent market. Huh? After that, I think. Oh, yeah. after next season. Okay. Yeah, after next season, yeah. Okay, I was like, crazy. Ooh. I wonder where he's going to go. Um. He may he may stay, but I doubt it. No, do I see I think, it? Do I see him in a big market? Yes. Now I do. I think he's um, ready now. Depending on if, okay, I could see him in two places. I could see him realistically with the Dodgers. I, I still see him staying wow. on the West Coast. I still see him staying on the West Coast. I could see him staying in LA with the Dodgers, or and hear me out. This is a big or. What if Otani goes to Seattle? Wow, that is extremely random. Now, it, it may be random, but look, Seattle's getting better as a baseball team in whole. They have the young star like Julio Rodriguez playing on that team. And Seattle already has a very big pull on the Japanese market because of uh, Ichiro Suzuki, who was there for forever. Fair. So why not get Shohei to Seattle and make that team an even bigger market with a bigger pull like it was back when Ichiro was still playing with the team? Who knows, man? It's it's interesting to think about. Like, and I saw some something random. Uh, Seattle's making the playoffs for the first time since two thousand one. Yeah, it's incredible. 2001 was the last time they made the playoffs. Albert Pujols was a rookie in 2001. Hmm. That was, and now Albert Pujols is about to retire. Wow. A second all time in home runs. Second all time in home runs. Wow. That's just, it, different. That's just different. I, and I don't know if he juiced or not, didn't juice either, so I don't know. <laughs> it's still the same argument. Juiced or not juiced, I don't know. Hey, man, but he still got it, though. I, 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 honestly, I remember when, during the whole thing, when the whole debate was going on, like, hey, can he reach it? Can he reach it? And I was like, honestly, I think Pools, he, he got it. He got it in his bag. I'm happy for him, man. I'm very happy for him, man. And the fact that he went on a huge run. And then, like, towards the end of the season, just made it even more, like, awesome to watch. Yeah, he just got hot. He just, like, wouldn't stop. It was pretty It was, It was. was pretty badass. Yeah, but for uh, that Rangers fan who uh, caught that 60-second home run, I hope you got some good goodies out of that, by the way. I saw he got an offer for two mil. Shit, shut the fuck up. Easily. Yeah, I saw he got an offer for two million. As long as it wasn't that dude who goes around to every baseball stadium trying to snatch a home run, I don't. I don't remember what the fuck his name is. But I, I, does that? I yeah, it's it's. It, but he's done this for like twenty twenty five years or something like that. Hey man, where did get your bag? I was thinking, what's his name? Uh, Zach Hample or something like that. If anybody's ever looked into this dude, this dude is fucking awful. Oh really? Yeah, he, like he caught. I want to say, what was it Jeter's 300th hit or 3,000th hit or something like that? Oh, yeah. And 
there was a whole ass situation with that. He's been banned from certain stadiums for certain amounts of times because that dude is, uh, he doesn't, first off, he buys a ticket and he doesn't stay in his fucking seat. Mm. He is, he is roaming around the entire baseball stadium trying to catch home runs. And it's insane to me. That actually, man, just like, honestly, just the dedication to even attempt some shit like that is wild to me. Like, I remember a few years back hearing about this dude. He went to a, it was a major league game that was happening on an Air Force, or it was like a, either an Air Force or a Naval base. Right. It was a private event. And it was only for uh, military personnel and their families. Somehow this dude snuck in he just to get to that. He snuck in to get the baseball. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm surprised he probably was at the Field of Dreams game. Shit. He was. Oh, he was at the Field both of, of them. Game? He was at both of them. Oh fuck. That's hilarious. What are they odd? Like, dude, like <coughs> what I'm saying, dude, like that actually sounds psychotic. Like, I don't know how you can like I don't know how you can like baseball that much, honestly. And this dude has a if it, like this dude has a YouTube channel. He still records videos of him going to these games. You could see how like how crazy he is going to these games. He's he always tries to even get to uh, batting practice before the game starts so he can get a ball like for free. Da 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 da. Man, he he has a shit ton of baseballs. How have you made this into a lifestyle? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, of all the hobbies to pick up, that's a very peculiar one. Yeah, and like, I'm sorry I'm ranting about this dude, but this dude is. <laughs> I watched one of his videos earlier and I'm like, oh God, I fucking hate you. Damn. And then I went, I went down a rabbit hole about this guy. So I was like, what the fuck? Because it was just on my mind. <laughs> now let's get back to regular, regular shit going on in the regular world. Not some psychotic dude going out to baseballs. Hundred percent. Let's talk about the Cowboys and how they've been looking. Let's talk about Cooper Rush, Cooper Clutch, and how he has been leading the team perfectly in Dak Prescott's absence. Sergio, this game was exactly what it needed to be. Like, what did you see that was, like, actually really good out of this game last last Sunday? Because this is Thursday before the next weekend. You know what's great about this game? Mm. It's what was great about the Giants game, and that's what was great about the Bengals game. Pretty much, just, we were just able to do enough on the passing game, able to establish a decent running game, Mm. And we just played a suffocating defense, and that's we just that was just been our formula these past three games, and no one's been able to stop it outside of the well. We really didn't. I feel like in the Bucks game, the Cowboys are still trying to find ourselves. I think the O line wasn't ready yet. Um, no excuses though. The Bucks deserve single handedly definitely got that ass against us. I'm not saying that they didn't deserve it. Yeah, but I feel like within these past few games, they just found a formula that just works, and I'm loving to see it. And I think that defense is a lot better than people give it credit for. Um, it, it scares me when you see Micah coming from anywhere. Even when he, like, I heard, I think Tank, uh, well, he said something. He's like, 
Someone needs to get that motherfucker out of the defensive end room. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, because he's it's taking like, all the sacks. And shit. Yeah, he's taking all the sacks. I was like, shut the fuck up, bro. We need this. That's funny. And oh, hey, man, shit, props to Lawrence, though. That three-sack game he had against the Giants, he needed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He needed that. Fucking tank, bro. That's what I, I fucking love that guy. I'm glad he never left like Randy Gregory. Hey man, no, I'm. I props to him though. He really did stick with the team. I love how he still he still tries to be a leader of the defense, even though I feel like Micah just came in and just. I feel like Micah is a is the leader of the team. I'll yeah, straight up, Micah's the leader of the team. Not even Dak. I I truly feel like Micah is that guy now. Has any? Have you ever looked at Micah's Twitter account? A little bit, a little bit here and there. Yeah, that boy crazy man. That dude is hilarious on Twitter. He really do say whatever's on his mind. Because he, he posted the uh, pro football focus posted a picture of Melvin Gordon just staring death lasers at uh, Russell Wilson tonight. Right. And Micah responded to that. It was like, nah, bro, laughing emoji. This has gone too far. Every player has been here before. And I was like, you Damn. know what? He ain't wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I've seen that picture of Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Look at That's just hilarious. Looks so depressed. Like Melvin Gordon looks like he is going to kill Russell Wilson in this picture. Like, oh yeah, it's like, ugh. If there but, are no cameras on, oh no, <laughs> like literally, dude. Yeah, there are no cameras on anything like that, dude. Shit, dead. Minutes. And let's talk about, oh, you know what? We talk about fourth downs. Let's talk about another team that went for it on fourth down, and and we're wondering why. I I still don't get it. I still don't like honestly. Like, I don't care how garbage you think your defense is. If you're the Ravens, you've got to kick that field goal. Like, bro, we so me and you and our other homies, Chris, Jeff, and Jacob, all were sitting there watching this game. And we all had the same fucking question. And I know me and you looked at each other like, what the fuck? Why yeah, didn't I they didn't just go it. for it? Or right, yeah, like why didn't you just take the points, right? And like Yeah. Cause it, if it every one thing Nah, you gotta just take the points, man. Like, nah. Like, I, I remember talking to Jacob before that play was about to go down. I was like, yeah, you know what? They should just go for a field goal. And they they would take the lead, and like, you know, they have all their timeouts. Da 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 da. They would still have an opportunity. Right. What the fuck? You still had plenty of time on the clock. There wasn't like it was like maybe four minutes left in the game. What the fuck are you doing? I, 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 I will not understand it. This is one of the bad calls from the Harbaugh era. So, And Harbaugh has been a great coach with his team for years, but the fact that you wanted to go for it on fourth down in this situation and take the ball and let, have Lamar Jackson lead in this situation, it wasn't the smartest move when you have the best kicker in the NFL. No matter what kind of conditions are on the field, you have the best player at his position on the field ready to go out there and make a field goal take that opportunity and you can make everything else work in the end the only thing i could take from that i guess situation or that play is i like how harbaugh does have that faith in jackson though to mm-hmm. get that play done right yeah to a certain degree if you know that were jimmy garoppolo i think harbaugh probably says you know what let's just take a point stock that, that was cool but 
and so I think Lamar, I think, also has a big chip on his shoulder, too. Is He'd probably be saying, no, hell yeah, Harbaugh, let's, let's go get this done. Let's go win this game. Because he probably also felt that if they do score a field goal, he, I think a lot of them did feel that their defense wouldn't be able to hold the Bills. Yeah. And I think fundamentally, I think the Ravens need to fix that. Because they're a team historically that have relied on their defense. And this is probably the first time I think I've ever seen the Ravens where it's actually the opposite is true. So I think they just need to re- reinvent themselves to the defense and just kind of try to remind themselves of who they are. Yeah, because traditionally when we think about the Ravens, they're they're not an offensive team. They've never been an offensive team. They've always yeah, had a run like game. Every but... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Chris McAllister. Terrell Tur- Suggs. Uh, Terrell, I was about to say Terrell Suggs, man. I name a few, man. Oh, man. T-Sizzle was crazy, too, bro. Oh, man. Those are like the days, and I remember like playing the like uh, the old Madden games before they became about all about Ultimate Team, and like Ray Lewis is on the cover, Yo, playing that on the Nintendo GameCube. I had a GameCube. Me too. Shit. <laughs> that in NFL Street Volume Two, straight up. <laughs> That's pretty badass. But look, Josh Allen didn't look great in this game at all either. Let's, let's, I mean, yeah, he had to run for his life most of the time. That's why he had 70 yards on the ground. But also, it was so wet in those conditions that it really nobody was catching the ball. So, no, I definitely made that, that, those, situ- those conditions definitely made it very hard to like really see the full potential for both offenses, I feel. Mm hmm. But I'm very surprised that the Ravens weren't able to capitalize off of the conditions more. I felt that as a more run-based team, I felt that that would have probably played more naturally into their hands. I'm surprised they didn't really utilize the run game better to their advantage. That That is true. And look, it just it, – it is what it is, man. At this point, you know what, they kind of have to just look forward to uh, this coming up week while they're playing the Cincinnati Bengals at home. On Sunday night football. It's going to be a tough-ass game. Yeah, and look, Cincinnati, uh, they've came back. They're back at a 500 record, 2-2 two and two on the year. Actually tied with Baltimore in the division. And I still think, like, somebody lit a fire under Cincinnati's ass, and I think it was the Cowboys that might have nah, did that. Geez. Hell yeah, they heard everyone talking mad shit. Because remember, remember how the Cowboys fans, they kind of like all of America reacted when we lost Dak. We looked terrible against the Bucks on Sunday night. Everyone was clowning us, dude. Everyone. Oh, yeah. So when we beat the Bengals, everyone was like, yo, what is the fuck is going on with them? Like, what's actually going on? And now Cincinnati's over here like, oh, yeah, we're not going to let that happen again. So two straight weeks they go out and beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Hey, but if you're the Bengals too, though, man, you gotta be looking at Dallas and be like, you know that shit. I don't think we lost to a bad team. <laughs> right. Like, like, I'm looking I, at it now, it's like the Cowboys three and one. Cooper Cup is an undefeated quarterback in the NFL. Or Cooper Rush, but yeah, man. I keep crazy. saying Cooper Cup, man. Yeah, you keep saying Cooper, man. DCK Cup, man. That's funny as shit, but nah. well, it's kind of funny because we are playing Cooper Cup in the fucking Rams this week, so. I'm- I'm debating on if I should start him or not in fantasy. Who, Cup or Rush? Yeah. Uh, no, Cup. 
Like, I, uh, I ooh, because Dix has been playing badass, but like, I say you say I say your best bet is to actually keep him in there because if you really look at it from a fantasy perspective, he'll get his catches though. He's gonna get his catches no matter what. What is it with Stafford forcing the ball to him? Like, like, I mean, for me, I love it because I'm a fantasy owner, but like from a pure footballing point of view, like, bro, like. Dude, you have other receivers on the, the field. Out, yeah. Although, does he have other receivers? Allen Robinson's there. I mean, for some reason, man, he just doesn't either doesn't have the right connection with him at all, man. Because he's not willing to make the connection. Facts. I think that's true, though. I think to a certain extent that he's not trying to give Allen Robinson a good chance. But even then, though, Allen Robinson hasn't looked that badass either, though. Like, I haven't seen him grant create much separation either though like and, and according to DraftKings sportsbook the rams are favored in this game by five and a half hey man like unironically i mean we're gonna record the, the hammer time episode later but honestly unbiased i really do like the cowboys in this matchup i i really to do too cover, to at least cover shit to at least Look, cover, I like yeah it. i would say get it within three you know you know but I honestly, I'm I'm this kind of cowboy fan. Hey man, we're gonna go in there and whoop their ass. Honestly, well, I try to I try to look at things, and try to be very realistic, man. Like I, I'll call a spade a spade. If I feel like we're gonna get it blown the fuck out, I'll I'll, I'll be straight up. And like against the Bucks, I was hoping we grind out a win, but I figured they would not kick our ass. But I figured they would beat us again, kind of like last year. Yeah, I, I get that. I wasn't expecting week one though. Week one, that was oh man, I was at the stadium too. I was so pissed off, man. But regardless of all that gibberish, I really like the Cowboys, man. I feel like we have the defense very similar to the Niners and how the De- Niners are able to really frustrate Matt Stafford and be able to put him in very uncomfortable situations by forcing you know mm. interceptions and getting sacked. I feel like we're gonna do the exact same thing. And I feel like we have the running game and we have decent enough receivers to get the offense to at least score, like to score every now and then. And Gallup, look, it it even helps even more with the addition of uh, Michael Gallup being back. Oh, Gallup coming back is big time. I like the fact that he came back last week and scored a touchdown. I'm like, okay. That was badass. It was great to see. Now, as much as I want to say the Cowboys game is my most anticipated game of the week, it, it honestly isn't um, because I'm more interested. This is going to sound so weird coming out of my mouth. I'm more interested in the London game this week. Really? I'm more interested in the 3-1 and one Giants versus the 3-1 and one Packers. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think what's interesting about that matchup is is that who's going to be the quarterback for the Giants? <laughs> That's the question because didn't Daniel Jones get hurt? Didn't Tyrod Taylor get hurt? True, true. And then they have to use Saquon at quarterback for a little while. Then just some wildcat shit. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so is one of those two going to be healthy? And do they sign somebody off the practice squad or something? Hey. Well, right now, looking at the injury report, obviously things are going to get updated closer to the game time. But so far, Don't neither Tyrod Taylor nor Daniel Jones are on in the injury report. Stop it. 
Nah, that ain't that ain't real. That that can't be real. Is it real? I think I need to end right now. But of course, but again, we're recording this on the Thursday before Sunday, so this is true. And at this moment, uh, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, the Packers are favored by seven and a half. London, eat your hearts out because you're about to see a Rod on some uh, some other stuff. He he about to go in there and kick their ass. No, hundred percent. I I mean, shit, dude. I wasn't expecting the Pats to keep it as close with them as they did. That was actually pretty incredible. It it almost made me believe that Belichick was a good coach again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Belichick, the freaking uh, Patriots are wearing their uh, what is it? What's the name? Uh, Benny the Patriot. I don't know what the fucking name of the the, the old pa- old school. The old school. They're wearing the, the old school unis. Yeah, they're wearing the old school uni- uniforms this weekend against Detroit. Wow, what a weird matchup! It's that's it's so weird, and I hope I it's you know what. Drop thirty on them bitches. From what I understand, they're still not. Uh, Mac Jones is still not ready, and so they're going to use uh, what's his name, Zappa or Zappy? Oh, they're going to have to use the kid again. Yeah, they're going to have to use the kid again because oh I, Ho- I, I, I think Hoyer's because I think Hoyer's hurt as well. Hoyer got put an IR. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the entry report right now. He's on IR, dude. So, uh, uh, Jacob, uh, sorry, bro. Your Patriots about to lose, like for real. Yeah, man. For that, real. Lions, the Lions, ironically, have a crazy good def- uh, offense. Not defense. Definitely not defense. Their offense is incredible. And you would think their defense would be a little bit better, especially with like having somebody like Aiden Hutchinson on the outside. You know, trying to. But I, I've seen what he could do. He, he is good. It's just everybody else is. Not great. The only other person who could say he's even close is maybe Malcolm Rodriguez, and they don't put him on the field all that much. Right. Which is no, wild to me that I'm saying that a guy who barely made the squad is one of the best players on the team because he threw Jason Kelsey around like a rag doll a few weeks ago. Right. Literally, no shit. That was crazy. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then you go listen to Jason and uh, Travis Kelsey's podcast. He's like, yeah, I've never been thrown like that before. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I know it's possible to throw J- Jason Kelsey like that. Uh, Just trade up. And think about it, there's only one undefeated team now. One the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. And there's only one team. That has not won a game yet. The <laughs> Houston Texans. Hey man, but honestly, man, I like Houston though. Like I, I feel bad for them in the sense that you could tell that they're they're fighting hard. They they, they play hard every game. Yeah, they, like they've they, literally been there in every game this season. Yeah, they're gonna be like last year's Lions team where. Like every game just feels close, but you know they're gonna ultimately lose. Yeah, I mean they're gonna lose this week against the Jaguars as well. So you know, I'm just... hey man, Jags low key have a really good shot winning this division. That's true, and you know who has a really good shot of being undefeated this football season? Well, I the... mean, obviously only the Eagles. Everyone else has an L, dude. <laughs> I was actually going to transition super nicely over to the TCU Horn Frogs. Oh, hell yeah. I totally forgot college football was a thing, baby. Let's <laughs> I'm, go. Just, I'm just like, bro, 
It's wild. TCU is undefeated right now. And so is Kansas. Who would have thunk it? Like, what are we talking about? One's a you know, a non-traditional football school because guess what? They're a Christian school, so of course they're going to be a football school. And the other one is a basketball school. Like, what is going on here? That's what makes sports great. I know, and like like the fact that, like, okay, Pat McAfee and uh, College Game Day are going to be in Lawrence, Kansas on Saturday morning. And and if anybody wants to know, TCU alum, TCU students, everybody who's going to that game, please wear black. TCU has said, wear black for this game. I don't know why, but they said wear black in Lawrence. You're going to black out the Hawks, the Jayhawks? That'd be crazy as fuck. Because, like, I even heard, like, uh, what is it? Tennessee was about to play in Vanderbilt or something, like, this week. And they're trying oh, yeah. to they're trying to checkerboard their stadium. Oh, that's gangster! I was like, yo, you guys, yo, are... if they could do that shit, that'd be badass. And it's like it's not even a home stadium; it's the opposing stadium, but they're right around the corner, so it's like you know they can all get there easily. Right. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, TCU travels pretty well. TCU travels really well. Well, I mean, because every... yeah. well, I mean, it's because everybody has money. Let's be real. Hundred percent. Hey, man, but. They spend. They're willing to spend the money to go. <laughs> exactly. You know, like Texas with their recruiting trips and trying to get Arch Manning over, which they pretty much already got him guaranteed. Nah, but we what we really need to talk about is just how TCU got to this point of being undefeated, bro. They've that been running OU the ball game, so well. Was such an ass whooping, bro. Oh bro, my God. it was so quick too. They started that that game at the end of the first it was twenty eight to ten. 27 and 10. My apologies. 27 to 10, but it was still ridiculous. I was still sitting there watching it at work and I was like, what? What is going on here? Like, I turned on the I game, knew, it's like, oh, it's 7 nothing, And it's just like, oh. When I knew things were going to get fucking crazy, was when Max Duggan just did that read option and Boom. just out that shit. Yes, sir. I knew he was fast. I didn't know he was like. That fast, <laughs> bro. He had rockets in his fucking ankles. I don't know how fast that dude was going, but he was gone. He ran sixty-seven yards for that bitch, bro. It's, it, it's insane. He, I'm happy for him, man. I'm, re- I really am. He actually lost a starting job. I remember that season. I remember that season. He lost a starting job, but then Chandler Morris got hurt in the Colorado game, and Max Duggan had to fill in, and he's. Basically, haven't given up the reins literally since. And think about it, like that that Colorado game started such good like vibes for TCU, and now look at Colorado—they just fired their fucking coach. Yeah, right. No shit. We're going zero and five to start the year. Wow. How do you go zero and five, and you're in a Power Five conference? And you're hey, not named the Kansas Jayhawks. I'm about to say, well, if you're Kansas, right? <laughs> <laughs> but look, I don't look. I haven't really caught that much Kansas football this year, but I do know their Who quarter. Has? Yeah, I mean, I, look, I I caught a little. Like, I tried to catch a little bit of the Duke and Kansas game that happened last weekend. 
because it's Duke and Kansas, because it's, it's hilarious to think that it's not on a basketball court. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Not going to lie. But the quarterback, the quarterback's pretty good. Um, has a good arm, runs the option very well, has a little bit of speed on him. Uh, actually, like when I say he has an arm on him, that dude has a cannon. But I don't know if they got TCU's number. And I think that if TCU keeps playing the way they're playing, I would say there's a good possibility that we could see them in a big pull championship game, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, man, unironically, I feel like this TCU team, they got as good a chance as any. I really do. And if you know anybody, if TCU goes to the Big 12 championship game and you know anybody that can get me inside, shit, let me know. <laughs> hey, man, shit. If you got the plug, if you got the plug hit us up, man. Bro, like for real. Hey, just hit us up or, uh, you know, hit up Chris Rios because, uh, you know, he can he can hook us up, bro. Okay, <laughs> but first things first, we kind of beat Kansas. But overall, though, I just feel like I don't care how good their offense plays, our offense is going to play better. Exactly. And also, if uh, if anybody wants to know, this is also Red River Rivalry Weekend. Uh, Texas, oh, hey man, ah, hey, you, you shut you shut your mouth, man. Hook them horse, goddamn it. <laughs> hey, man, you and you and Chris both, man. I feel sorry for y'all, bro. I grew up a Texas fan, man. I you expect me to say anything else? This is the one game I'm like, all right, fuck the records, throw them out the window, because this game about to be Our crazy. Yo, did you know that Texas are minus eight and a half favorites according to ESPN? Yeah, because yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, Quinn Evers is supposed to be back for this game, or Ears, whatever his name. I don't know how to say his fucking last name. Hey man, you're a Longhorn fan. You're supposed to know this shit, bro. I'm supposed to, but look, I don't care. We got Arch Manning coming in the door. I don't care. Uh, Arch can't come fast enough for y'all, bro. I want Arch Manning so bad. Actually, like, unironically, I feel way better about Texas than I do Oklahoma, and that's that's. And I'm speaking like unbiased. Think actually, about this: we almost I beat Bama, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think y'all almost beating Bama. Like, I really respected y'all because I lost like forty bucks because that shit. Fuck y'all, bro. I made I made money technically because I had put a bet with Jeff on this game. Just for the Longhorns to cover. Yeah, see, I bet Alabama to cover. Bro, no, think about this. Bama was a was favored by twenty. I thought that was easy bread. I thought like that was, that was, was such that was the easiest shit. And Jeff was like, "No, Bama's gonna score." Da, 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 da. I'm like, uh, "No, nah, <laughs> Texas is gonna." Bama team is soft. I was like, "Texas is gonna cover." Texas almost won that fucking game. Texas, Texas should have should have been in a better position to win that game. Honestly, it, man, I swear to you, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for exactly, if it wasn't for Bama tackling Quinn Ears to the ground on his throwing shoulder the way they did. Actually, I think it was his non-throwing shoulder, but still, it fucked him up and like put him out for like three weeks. Right. If he wouldn't have went down with that injury, I swear to you, Texas would have won that game. Yeah, I swear to you. Like I'm so I was so invested in that that it's like when the injury went down, it's like, oh god, is this Colt McCoy all over again? Damn right. It's like Colt McCoy going out, and all of a sudden we see a random Garrett Gilbert coming out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh fuck. No, nah, I don't want this anymore. 
<laughs> right. I don't want it anymore. You know, it's kind of like, you know, it's like kind of like when your dad tells you, you got to leave the house after you graduate high school unless you go to college or some shit. Right, bitch. I was like, man, fuck you, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm gonna let you lead this one because, um, I didn't get to watch the game on hey, on Sunday. By all means, uh, this I'm talking about the Man City Man United Derby matchup. Which, I did, by I, the way. Was an incredible spectacle of footballing splendor, as Roy Jennings likes to say. Shout out to him. Um, this game, I was very nervous going into this game Me for wasn't. no reason. For no reason, I'll be honest with you. Now looking back at it, hindsight's a bitch, isn't it? But what this game taught me more than anything about both sides is United is still not ready. Their fan base really thought that. They were going to challenge for the title after winning four games in a row. They beat mm. Liverpool. They beat Arsenal. They were really feeling themselves. They thought that they found the winning formula. Eric Ten Hag, wow, what a beast. Liverpool. But City, man, just put them in their fucking place like a child. Holland is just literally unstoppable. I've never seen anything like it. Bro, it's just some Polish power, man. That's all this is man, I don't know what's in the water in Poland. Oh, he's from Norway, but yeah, man. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, they call him the Viking, bro. No, seriously, dude. Him and honestly, Foden, man. Hey, as a as a, as a city fan, I think Foden's gonna end up being the best player for Manchester City ever. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Just the way his just his overall technique, his passing. Just his the fact that he could play, you could put him in midfield, you could put him at winger, he could play the false nine. Pep even joked around and said, Fuck it, that motherfucker could play left back. It just shows you how versatile he is and at such a young age, along with Holland. You know that they're both twenty two. I knew Holland was twenty two. I didn't know that other dude was twenty two. I did not yeah. know that. They're so yeah, young. And this we have guys that can be good for years. If they don't decide, it's like, oh, we can go play better on a different club. Well, you know? I honestly, I feel Holland will eventually leave us. I, I, be, I would, I obviously hope that he stays with us forever, kind of like a Guerrero kind of situation. But ultimately, I feel that he'll eventually go to Real Madrid in about three or four years. I would hope not, because I would feel like, okay, you're you're in the you're in the Premier League, you're in the Champions League, also every year because we're this good right now, and. You know, if we, I'm gonna say this. Like, I want. Like, That's yeah, actually true. You know, I I could see him going to the MLS if he's bored, straight up. Nah, he only he'll only do that. He'll only do that when he wants to retire. Now, what was he, the wants, name? He, he wants to compete for the Champions League every season. The Champions League is so important to soccer players. It's, yeah. it's unreal. But I I look genuinely. Right, we can win another Champions League. My thing is, well, there's so much more pride in winning the Premier League, and we haven't done it in so long. And I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm wanting that before we get another Champions League trophy. No, I mean, you, but no, you understand I mean, where I'm saying. It's just, it's, it's a little I mean, bit more like, of a pride thing. No, I mean, like, no, I get it. I get it as far as like, 
Like it, it definitely it hurts more to lose the Premier League than it is to lose the Champions League. I mean, at least we're not down here in the National League like Wrexham FC. Sorry, Ryan Reynolds. But no, nah, man. But I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, dude. But like Manchester City, though, we've won four Premier Leagues in the past five years. We were we were one year off of doing a five peat, whatever the hell, whatever the hell that is. But I think for City, man, it's just you. I want to just win as many trophies as we can: the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup. I want to win the Premier League, and I want to win the Champions League. If we can win the quad, fuck it, man. Let's go for it. Exactly. But realistically, though, I feel like we have the team. I feel like we have the perfect team to make a run in the Champions League. It's a perfect team that no matter what the situation is, we can get a goal at any second. And I feel like that's what Man City teams have struggled with in the past is we, we are great with dominating the ball, you know, being able to pass the ball around and really be methodical in how we score – but now we have just the, all right, fuck it. When we get the counter and we're able to play the long ball to Holland or we could play the long ball to Foden and we're able to really just stretch this, stretch the pitch out more. I feel like there's a lot more free-flowing offense with this uh, club that we're, like right now than there has been in a long time as well. Yeah, 100%. I feel, I feel that. Well, I, yeah, I was going to say City has always been great with passing, but I feel It like feels a little bit more, it, like it feels more fluid. Like what, what's time. what's different with this team is just, I'll be honest, man. I mean, literally, the difference is Holland. We just because of Holland, we're just we're able to bury those chances. Like mm. in the past, like we've been able to create like very great chances, but because we never had like a natural finisher, we it just it would kind of just fall flat. You know what I mean? Like we we would we would dom we would destroy a team, like completely systematically, strategically annihilate them. I don't remember how many times we would destroy United, but it'd be like 2 0. Yeah. Like you would batter them, but we just didn't have a guy that would be able to finish those chances. Holland is showing how great the city team can be, pretty much. It's like finally reaching our potential. And I feel like if we don't win the Champions League, it will be a failure. 100%. I can't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I want to finish off with a few little, like, uh, Headlines, but they're kind of small headlines. Well, to me, they're small headlines. Um, Lionel Messi announcing that the, yeah. this year's World Cup in uh, Qatar will be his last World Cup. And, man, look, I feel like I have sat there, and he's like one of the first football players that I've actually sat there and watched their full career. Same. Because, I look, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Did not watch Beckham's full career. Did not watch Rolandinho. Um, there was a lot of guys like Cristiano Ronaldo. I didn't really catch a lot of it. But Messi, it was always on my radar. And it's just, he's the greatest footballer of all time. Besides Pele. I mean, look, I didn't get to see Pele, but I know his history. No one's seen Pele. <laughs> Not even people who were from his time watched him play. Come on, like, no, they don't know. They don't know. He's just a folklore. Yeah, he really is. He just—he literally is just a legend. Like no one actually ever saw him play. Actually, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but going back to Messi though, man. Uh, Messi, man, he was just. No matter what, I feel. I honestly do feel that Argentina is the hottest team going into the World Cup. I do feel that they will end yeah. up actually hosting the hoisting the trophy. Everything said and done, but. Regardless of that, I just feel that Messi's career has just been incredible. 
And I, I'm so grateful for him that to add to his legacy, he was able to at least win the Copa America, a huge trophy mm-hmm. for all of South America, and especially that it was against Brazil to win the trophy. Those Argentina-Brazil games are always heated. They're always passionate. Yeah. Actually, some people argue it's the greatest rivalry in all sports. It's Argentina versus Brazil in, 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 in soccer. And you know, so, I, I, I mean, of course I would argue it. You know, I would say, you know, Yankees, Red Sox, and baseball. Yankees, Red Sox. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how key that rivalry is. And so for him to win that trophy and it was against Brazil, it made so much for, for, for Argentina. But for, for Messi, though, I just hope that in the World Cup, he just has a great performance. That's all I can really ask for him. Because as long as he just lays it out there and, you know, they still end up losing, I, you, you still can't be just stuck there in amazement of how all the crazy goals, his crazy passes, his dribbling skills, his vision, just his footballing IQ is just incredible. He was amazing to watch. And now to uh, next little small headline, the MLB playoffs start today. Um now, if you don't know, um, the MLB has expanded their playoffs from 10 to 12 teams. And I learned today exactly how it's going to work. So first round is your wild card round. Kind of like, remember how the old school NFL playoffs worked? Yeah. You, you know, you had the two home teams that uh, won the divisions. And then you had the two lower seeds playing in road games. Right, the Three versus six, four versus five. Exactly. Those series are only going to be three-game series, and they're all going to be at the higher seeds ballpark. All three of those games are going to be oh, at the higher. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Second round is kind of going to work the same way as the old NFL playoffs. Uh, higher seed moves on to play the two seed. The lower seed goes on to play the one seed. And that will be a five-game series. And then the the AL, ALCS and the NLCS will still be seven-game series, and the World Series will still be a seven-game series. Now, Astros, this is in order, by the way, from one through six. Astros, Yankees, Guardians, Blue Jays, Mariners, and the Rays in the American League. In, in the National League, it's the uh, Los Dodgers. Uh, the Braves, the Cardinals, the Mets, the Padres, and the Phillies that made it in the uh, National League. Interesting. I want Atlanta, and I want Seattle because I do not want a uh, Subway Series at all. Really? I I can't. I tell man, no. I I really don't want it. I want a Subway Series more than anything in the world. <sighs> Uh, if I if that happens, I will not watch it. I will not bet on it. I will not lay an eye on it. I will not even recognize a champion. I I just want the Subway Series to happen, just to see what, how Garrett would react if the Mets <sighs> beat the Yankees in a World Series. I mean, that'd be great, but still, that would be. Like, could you imagine how hyped that would be? That'd be uh... like. I can't even think of an equivalent. Actually, actually, you know what the equivalent would be? That'd be like the Jets being the Giants in the Super Bowl. 
That's, exact, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Or it's like the Nets it's beating the Knicks. Oh, wait. Yeah, literally, yeah. Uh, another little small headline. Uh, you know on October 29th that Jake Paul is going to be in another professional boxing match against uh, former MMA great Anderson Silva. Spider? Spider. What? Yeah. Now, there was another fight announced for the undercard of this. And uh, you may laugh. It's another Le'Veon Bell fight. Oh, my God. Le'Veon Bell is set to actually make his professional boxing debut proper against former MMA star and now boxer Uriah Hall. Yeah, dude. I don't know if this is a good idea for Le'Veon Bell to be going in there, in there against somebody like this. Hey, man. Fuck it, man. Sometimes you just need to check. Right. And I think, I'll look, I'll, I'll be real with you. I think I think Jake Paul beats Anderson Silva. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Jake Paul, as much as I don't like him, man, he, he does, he seems to know, he's a, I feel like he's a great amateur boxer. He, he, and we all say amateur at this point, but th- this dude has had like a good amount of professional fights. But I really, I really just want to see him go against a professional at this point. Like I, I would want to see him go against an actual boxer that's not going to pull out of the fucking event. That's but, what I'm saying, man. Like I don't know if he's ever going to get to that point. Because like he was this close to fighting a professional boxer in his last fight, but dude pulled out, and they ended up having to cancel the fight. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Which is not his fault because he they were ready. It was M, it was Madison Square Garden. They they were booking too. That would have been bad. That would have been badass. I think this one. I want to say it's in uh, the Phoenix area this time. I, I I could be wrong that it might actually be in uh, what is it Glendale at at State Farm Stadium. Oh yeah, no shit. That'd be crazy. Uh, but still. Um, and then Landon Collins signing with the Giants. Is there secondary? Is there secondary that bad that they got to bring back Landon Collins? Hey man, desperate times call for desperate measures. I guess for them, how they see it is is that hey man, this team isn't that good. Mm-hmm. But fuck, dude, we're three and one. Let's try to just get, you know, just different pieces to try to just shore up this defense better. Let's try to – if I if I were the Giants, I'd say, fuck it, why not? What's the hurt to sign a bunch of dudes who win your contracts? Let's just see what can happen. True, true. I bet uh, you I bet you, if they have a decent enough record, they try to go for Odell. See, I could see Odell going back to Los Angeles. No, I'm saying like under the pretense that the Giants have like a decent record. Of course, if they're just shitty, then I probably would see. I would probably honestly, I don't see Odell going back to LA though. I don't I think could, LA. I don't think LA is gonna have a good record by the time that November comes. Hey man, I I, I do see, I, but I do see him on a winning team. Like he's not yeah, gonna go I'm back saying. to somewhere that's, that's not winning. Saying. That's what I'm saying. He'll join a contender, but I I I bet you Dallas beats the Rams on Sunday. 
And you, if ain't, we, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta bet me. I'm on your boat on this one. But what I'm saying is, if we do beat the Rams, mm. then that means the Rams are not the team of last year. Because the Rams of last year beat the Dallas Cowboys. That's true. The Dallas Cowboys team. Man, I'm so glad I got NBA League Pass because I'm going to be sitting at work tomorrow watching so much basketball. I'm pre- it's a lot of preseason basketball tomorrow. You I want to watch playoff baseball, bro? That's where it's at, man. Shut up, fool. I'm going to watch that too. I'm going to try to like watch it on two different browsers. <laughs> yeah, man. You can multitask like that. That's crazy. Bro, you know I'm going to just use the computers, um, the work servers like crazy, bro. I'm gonna... Yeah, man. Good on you. Hey man, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, but that's really all the time we got. I look, it's it's a little low energy just because it is past midnight on a Friday morning. Uh, but hey, we're here. We're giving you guys the content, and you will hear us bright and early in the morning. Um, if you want to follow us, follow us on our socials. I'm starting to post on my Instagram a little bit more. My Twitter, I am retweeting and tweeting like crazy. Sergio is always going crazy with everything that he got going on. So you follow him, give him the listens as well. Uh, follow the Hammer Time podcast if you want to get your bets up. Man, go holler at those guys. They always got the right numbers. If you want to make money watching sports, just listen to these guys. They they they'll lead you in the right direction. Hundred percent, man. We'll try to give you as much analysis as we can, and, and then also just just kind of give us a gut instinct as well as far as who we feel is going to take the spread, who's going to win the game overall. Exactly. And look, if you guys want any any other kind of like talk, like maybe you want to talk a little bit about professional wrestling or just some more sports talk, or even hey, you want to get nerdy, man, come listen to the let's just talk about same podcast network, Hammer Time. Uh, it's also on the same podcast network. That's all that stadium junkies media right there, baby. You know, we're all under the same banner. We're all family here. But, uh, yeah, man, this is fun. Uh, same time again next week, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Tony Lopez. My name is Sergio Gonzalez. Signing out. Peace, y'all. Catch y'all next week. Peace.